Alright, hey, hey, good evening. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Uh, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you have to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. This is your first couple times here. You may say, what it, wait, 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 you just gave it to me in a nutshell. But it was the most confusing nutshell. Can you give it to me in something larger than a nutshell? I'd say, sure, like a ball shell. And you say, okay, go with it. Okay, so in a ball shell, what are we going to do here? In summary, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing. It's got you worried, concerned, you're making lists, you're making plans, plotting, conniving, you know, future predicting, po- I don't I don't know what postscript is, or script, postscript, it's a PS, so it comes after the letter, so, you know, postscripting your life, PS, life, you know, you're, you're writing letters to yourself as a young person, as a young man, a young woman, and to say, geez, I wait, you say, geez, well, that's more of a metaphorical thing for, you know, someone, not for yourself. I don't really want, especially a tirade-filled letter. Please don't send me any tirade-filled letters, self. And then another part of you is like, well, I got to get this out. I can't go to bed angry. And you say, yeah, but you're you're angry at me, and I'm trying, you know, I, I, I'm trying to go to sleep here. I'm the one that's going to be at work tomorrow. For some reason, all you guys in here, all you letter writers, all you paperback writers. Oh, no, that was in the letter. I never wrote that paperback. The return of Lady Chatterley's, uh, the guy who wasn't her lover. The return of Lady Chatterley's husband. That, uh, that not, you know, fiction we were supposed to write. You know, and you were going to call yourself... Uh, you know, Werelance, or how we say Lawrence backwards, HD. You know, if you have voices like that in your head at bedtime, especially that last one, which clearly is somewhere in my brain. Oh, man, my brain. But if you even have an HD Werelance light voice that, you know, isn't into writing Lady Chatterley fiction based on inspired, not fan fiction, clearly. You know, we say, geez, well, we missed the zombie. We could have done uh, Lady Chatterley's zombie husband, love. Well, you you should have pitched that six years ago, buddy. Sorry. What about No Vampires was seven years ago? Well, could could we write some romance with a Frankenstein? No, Frankenstein's, you know, Plush Frankenstein, but we were talking about plush stuff last ago. Let me stick to the... So if your brain... Let me see if I could calm this down here. Gets anything like this intro. When you're, you're like, oh, you get into bed. You followed a routine. You said, geez, I took my socks off. I had some tea. Cooled the room. Warmed my body. Sat quietly, turned off my screens, I got all those bases covered, you know, and now I'm ready to rest. And then you say, gee, I got to, except for one thing. And then I lie down and all of a sudden my brain, all the other parts of my brain that were in some sort of, uh, 
hibernation all day, they awake and they do what we just witnessed, which was purely made up. You know, I wrote all that out clearly ahead of time. That was a script I was reading earlier. Not stuff that just, you know, pops out of my subconscious to appear during the intros. I mean, that would be so embarrassing if that was like, uh, you know, some real stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, any of that stuff goes on with you at bedtime, even if it's not like that. Even if, say, geez, I got this, uh, you know, thing with my calves cramp up. Or I have this chronic health issue, or you know I have a, a, a real serious uh, you know thing I'm dealing with, or so you know I got a job interview tomorrow, or you know something something you know so last week of school, and I'm worried about going to summer camp. Whatever it is, what this podcast is going to try to do is take your focus away from all those things. And say, focus it over here on me. I'm going to tell a story, and you know, in a, and it's going to be an odd little story, but it's going to be done with good intent. You know, the good intent being, well, the best intent I can do. You say, which is not good. Is is the best I can do. Best intent I have, which is not pure, very gray. But it's like I'm going to try to distract you. You can listen to me. I'm going to try to be lulling. I'm going to try to take a, a, a kind, kindly voice and just take you on a little, you know, when you go to water parks, they have the, the lazy river. Well, we're the lazy river of podcasts. If a, if a good podcast is like the best slide at the water park, you say, geez, I love this American life. I love Song Exploder. I love Memory Palace. I love 99% Invisible Invisibilia. I love, you know... You know, give me something from Gimli. Give me something from Slate. Give me some. You know, those are the those are the slides that are on the map. They say, "Oh boy, I can't wait to get there." And you know, say, "My my podcast is the Lazy River." They say, "Well, you get into it." And what do you do in that Lazy River anyway? I never, you know, I go on all the good rides. You say, well, yeah, after the good rides, you kick back, ideally. There's no, it's not full of, bra- this podcast is not full of bratty kids or annoying kids or annoying adults. Well, and one annoying adult and all his subconscious friends, but a uh, mild, mild, mild adult. So you're going to climb in this Lazy River and I'm just going to, and you just listen I'll be like the area music of the theme park where it's like, you know, they might have uh, pan flute covers of Beatles songs where I just tell, you know, the pan flute version of uh, Visceral Story. I'm the pan flute of storytellers here. And I say, Jesus, what was that, Raffi? No, it's some other guy, the master of the pan flute back in the day. I can't remember his name. And I don't even need you to remember mine. Or you say, geez, what was the character from that last story? Hey, I probably don't even remember it. I'm trying to remember it, but it says, yeah, I remember Coco, Coco Spice. That's the best way I can summarize a podcast. In a, well, that wasn't a ball shell or a nutshell. That was kind of a uh, giant shell, or as we say in the ice cream eaters business, not the ice cream business, but you know, a magic shell, magic shell coating, 
So I said, I'm going to try to distract you. You listen, but the thing is, you, whenever you want to stop listening and doze off, go right ahead. Ideally, all that other stuff in your head will say, oh, Jesus, you're listening to this guy. We'll listen along, too. And I think, you know, as much as those other parts of your brain want to say they want to go on the big rides at the water park, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to pay attention to every second of this episode of ATP so I know every, you know, I can get, get, nail this job interview or whatever. They don't really want, you know, they're not going to, they, they're the, those parts of your brain is as important as they want to be or seem and is essential to your survival as they want to seem. They're really just, you know, you put them in a tube in this lazy river and they'll be happy. They just want something to occupy their attention to. I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% because I'm no mental health professional, but let me be clear about that, but I'm pretty sure those parts of your brain are just a little bit scared. So we're going to try to soothe them, lull them, distract them from their fears and you can just drift off and get some sleep because that's really what's best for you tomorrow, ideally. Uh, and that's what I want to help you do. I want to help you fall asleep. So we're going to do some housekeeping, and then we'll get on to the show. Thanks for being here. All right, housekeeping. So you can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, older episodes will be there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter and Facebook. We're on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. We also have a Facebook community where people can share more than just stuff about the podcast. It's a it's a closed community, so you can, you know, it's slightly more private. It's at a Sleep With Me Podcast slash nods, N-O-D-S, N-O-D-S, I think, will bring you there. I know that'll bring you there. I think that's how you smell, spell nods. How do you smell nods? Well, you're usually smelling if you're nodding, so I don't know. The best place to listen, the easiest way to listen to the podcast is in a pocket catcher. Laura, I want you to check your Windows phone store for pocket casts. It costs $3.99, so I don't know. But that's a good podcast. That's what I use on Android, so you can use that on Android, or there's plenty of other good Android apps. On iTunes, you're going to use an app or the iTunes podcast app. The best thing about subscribing to one of those apps is the podcast will be there. And then you don't got to look for it. You just got to sometimes make sure in the iTunes app, as we found out a week or two ago. If you haven't listened to the last couple, I might unsubscribe you, so just make sure it's downloading it. And if you have a chance and you can review and rate us in iTunes, that's a huge, huge help for people finding the podcast. So that would be great. Okay, T-shirts, they should be on sale right around June 15th, ideally. And this podcast is made in part with the Silvertone hashtag pound Silvertone over on Twitter. If you want to contribute an idea to the show, just use the hashtag Silvertone. And then the Sleeper Summer. Is that what I call it? Summer. Sleeper Summer. 2015 is the Sleeper Summer. And I said, uh, geez, what is it, Scooter? You don't make it? And I said, yeah, I know I don't make it. And the idea is still formulating. But here's what the Sleeper Summer is all about. Is either is both kicking off an idea or a project you wanted to start 
and and finishing it. And I say, geez, I started this. I didn't finish it. Just finish it then. And it's also about, uh, you know, celebrating things we love that maybe other people haven't heard of. So if we can, if we can figure out a way to do that in the Facebook group, that'd be one place. I have a Tumblr blog. I don't know if we'll use that or not, but I don't even know. Yeah, I'll figure out the URL. But I also want—this is the first project of Sleeper Summer, and you can launch this project individually or over on the Facebook group or if we want to start a wherever we want to do it. But I think the other thing is, other than just starting our own projects, is is helping other people. And that's what inspired this. Is people I've heard from the podcast, and then two people in my personal life. One that is in the middle of projects that, geez, I can't get this finished, or I want to get this finished, I just can't find the time. And another person that wants to kick off there, they say, geez, I want, I want to do this, I just can't find out how to get started. And that's a thing I've heard from different people. Like I said, an ongoing theme in the feed when I talk to some of you is a little bit of creative frustration, but it doesn't have to be creative. So this is what I'm tasking you with right now for the Sleeper Summer Project 1, is we want to figure out how to help others that are stuck or help you, 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 you lovely listeners. They're either stuck in the middle of a project you can't get done, or you see Jesus clean my bathtub, or whatever it is, or start it. So I want you to think back into your past and start thinking about uh, when what was something you did get done, and how did someone help you do that? What did they say to you? How did they encourage you? And I'll give you an example right now. And this isn't the best for the sleeper summer because this was a seed that was planted in my mind. But one time someone said, you have a really good voice when I was speaking somewhere. And it was someone I never met before. And it was a, it was that Toastmaster. So I was trying to learn how to publicly speak. But they said, well, geez, you're, you're a little bit awkward up there, but you do have a good voice. And that seed, I said, geez, uh, that person said I had a good voice and planted a little bit of a seed. Now, if the sleeper summer were just planting seeds, it would probably be pretty boring, but then that'd be like the super summer of 2016 when these seeds, you know, gestate or whatever the hell, you know, what do they do after they gestate? Uh, so that'd be cool. So that's sleeper summer uh, announcement one, humongous. And I don't know if that needs its own hashtag or even a call-in number where you guys could call in or an app I could put on the website where you could leave voicemails and say, hey, I remember I was into those little rockets, but I never, you know, when this this person said, hey, it's really fun to shoot rockets up in the air and watch them go down. Let me show you how. Try to figure out how someone helped you so we can use that to help other people get these projects started and done because we want the world full of more wonderful things. That's Sleeper Summer 2015. 20, it's 5th 2015, right? All right, so I think that's it with the announcements. Probably not, but a holy. Um, one of Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music, he's over at Sounds Like an Earful podcast. Scotty and Jennifer, they handle our iconic artwork, and they're helping out on the T's artwork, the T-shirt artwork. Thank you, Scotty and Jennifer. Silvertone, he's handling the Silvertone hashtag, and just a general, you know, good tones of the world. We got Laura and uh, Alexandra that are moderators over at Sleep Like Sleep with Sleep Sleep with Me podcast dot com slash nods. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I want to thank uh, Matt A. 
I want to thank our new listener, Katrina, who just started listening, it looks like. I want to thank Adam T., who wrote, wrote a nice article about the podcast over at Van Winkle's, uh, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I want to thank Colin, who mentioned the article and that he listens to the podcast. I want to thank Chicago Girl, who I just heard from for the first time this week. And then I want to thank Urbi, Urbri, Brian, our buddy. Tulip Jake, Andy Rebel Words, our birds, L.A. to the B. Fiona Babs, Natalie M., Kimberly T. And over on Facebook, we got some new people. Jamie, Melissa L., Katie B. And then we heard from Sammy, you know, Samantha. I'll leave out the rest. Uh, Heidi, Julie R., Bonnie, Kim. And emails that rolled in from Faye, Aaron, Divine Miss M, Jen and Jen, Jennifer. And then we got a nice iTunes review from Paris.fr, which maybe is maybe virtue, French reality, uh, Paris. French reality, maybe. Just try it, they say. The podcast sends it to deep, deep sleep super fast. Can't make it through an episode. And they listen every night. It's such a soothing, calming voice. And sometimes while running errands to reduce stress. I love to, you know, I love listening to podcasts to do. I was just, uh, you know, getting, making dinner about two hours ago. And, uh, you know, I was listening to a little ATP, uh, which, you know, it might not be for everybody, accidental tech podcast, but I, I'm, I'm hooked on that one now. And uh, that's it. I think that's it for the thank yous. If I missed anybody, I'm so sorry. And, uh, you know, uh, and let's get on to the show, okay? Thanks. Hey, guys, it's me. I'm, I'm, I'm in a little funny little position here. I guess I'm a little slightly gleeful because uh, I rushed home from work today. It's Tuesday. And because the NBA finals are going on, but it's they're starting, I think, or they already started. Also, the latest episode came out with the tea stuff. But I'm in here in the recording booth recording, so I don't even know you know, if any of you are having a reaction to it or you're giving it a quick early pre-bedtime listen. And then I don't know what's going on with the game, but I said, geez, I'd rather, uh, it seems like a, uh, less stressful for me to record the podcast and then watch the second half of the game then watch the whole game and then try to stay up late and record the podcast and then, you know, so, and both games went into overtime, so, previously. So, go Dubs. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, all right, so I, just, I don't know what I just said during that part, so I figured, uh, so I'm trying to get this episode recorded, I think that's what I was saying. And so I figured I'd finish what I started tonight. I was checked back at the post office. I have a postcard here for my buddy T, uh, Tanya, Anya, Tanya, my buddy, my fellow Script Notes fan, whose name I can't get right because they say, geez, it's not the sight word, Tanya, or Tanya's not a sight word for me. Uh I have a postcard here, and then I have uh, and I have uh, Silvertone fired up on the uh, the iPad here. So if we go see, let me see. I recorded that other episode yesterday, and I edited it today at lunch, and in the morning, in the morning a little bit. But um, 
Uh, who last left off uh, was that guy, what was his name, uh, Aberdeen. Uh, Aberdeen, he had entered the castle of Coco Spice's daughter. I don't think her name was Coco Fallout. I'd like you to meet my wife, Coco Fallout. Is she some sort of dancer? You see, why don't you mind your own friggin' business? Is it what, you know, what, what kind of question is it? She's a chocolatier. Is that like a rocket? Get my hands on you. It's okay, Coco. Would you call her Coco? I'd probably call her a C. Because it had a dog named Coco. And a lot of people would say Coco. Coco's take, you know, Coco Chanel, Coco. Maybe there's probably one or two other famous Cocos out there. But the fame in this story belongs to the previous villain, Coco, uh, not Coco, Coco Spice, the warrior from the highlands of the spiritual, I don't know, spirit world of Scotland, I think. It wasn't totally clear. It was him. So let's get back to the world. There I was. After a day in the Scottish land, bogs, not a Scot. Maybe it was a different. Maybe this is some sort of different Scotland. Because I said, well, I don't remember. Because there was a jungle, dragons. I said, well, dra- I could see Scottish dragons, and I don't know if it's so. So, so there it was. We had drank tea, um, Aberdeen, and I abs as I was wanted to call him, but he was, uh, he never seemed to go. We didn't. We never have a long discussion. We had some Scottish tea, and it was lovely. Vanilla, black cherry, and uh, a little peaty, a little peaty, I would have to say. And we we had that, and then Aberdeen said, settle in, we got in these two wonderfully comfortable chairs in front of Aberdeen's fireplace. And the fire was raging, and I said, geez, it's too hot in here, could you open up, Aberdeen, could you open a window or something? He said, that's the problem with, like, places like the Bay. I said, it's good sleeping weather. You know, because he said, I'm going to sleep good later. With the scat, not with this heat. I said, Aberdeen, man, I'm not asleep. If you're gonna, are you one of these people that seals up the whole place and blasts the heat like this? And he said, oh, my son. And I said, hey, by the way. Hey, I said, any chance you could at least try to have a Scottish accent for the second part of the story? He said, oh, my son, my son, I don't know a Scottish accent if it, uh, if I could do it, I would. And I said, that's pretty, pretty not bad. I mean, it's, um, insulting to, to people, a lot of people, but, but, but he said, that's kind of, oh, well, I don't, don't do me best then. Yes, yeah, so as you mum, you know, keep those, keep it thick like that. It said, uh, hey, may, you know, make sure you say you're from like a spirit world or something, you know, not regular Scotland. Because here we love, you know, UK and you're, are you a Scotland part of the UK? I wouldn't know, so I'm from the, uh, the spiritual world from uh, the Highlands of Rollins, Scotland. Okay, well, all right. well, I don't know. I can't quite understand you, so it's just we'll reassess it after a few minutes. So, okay, there, there you got some air going in here now, so it's not as bad. 
You didn't answer my question. Are you planning on sleeping with the windows closed? Because I'll just go. Any idea how I get back to where I came from? Oh, my son would must complete the story. And then the story will be complete and we can discuss the evening's events together. We, we, we get, do we got to do something after this? Like go see a fam, your family or something? Because I'm, uh, I'm tapped out. I don't want any uh, social room. And I said, okay, well, so Aberdeen, you were on a quest to save, free your mother and your two brothers who had become ceramic frogs or ceramic frog teacups in a teapot. Your mother was a sorceress before she was a teapot, turned them into teapot, tea, tea items to protect themselves from Cocoa Spice, who swore war across Scotland until until he could be with your mother. And then he still waged war across Scotland, waged war against the, the dragons of the world or something, or at least the dragons of Scotland. Uh, you didn't get to any of the history. You seem more concerned with your family and stuff, so I don't know what the uh, aftermath but as a boy, you lost your father to Cocoa Spice, a battle with, I can't remember, what happened with you? Oh, it's true to, my father was true lemon, and he was a true hero to me and my family. Okay, great. Um, and then your grandmother, who was a, a goddess, and your grandfather was a human, they had made it, had your mother... So they were your grand grandparents on your mother's side, and your grandmother was a bird goddess or a grace goddess or a phoenix goddess or all of those. I'm I'm not too sure to do it. I couldn't be telling you now because it would ruin the story. Okay, okay. And she sent you on this quest to a castle ruled by. Uh, Coco, uh, Coco Spice's daughter, Queen Coco Spice, was what we know now. Is that right so far? You're doing a good job. You're doing a great job, my friend. And uh, you went. You tried to capture a cougar to push a dragon to sleep because you had to get into the castle and wake a bear who presumably had a magical spell cast on it to sleep. And by waking, it would make a magical growl or yell that would undo all sorts of enchantments, including the enchantment not cast by a villain, but cast by your mother to protect herself and your brothers from a villain, thus freeing them uh, to be able to take part in your life. The purpose of your quest is... I'm looking for a universal theme or something. Okay, could you just let me tell me tell? Why don't you sit back in your chair and enjoy the breeze and the heat at the same time? Like, imagine that logs and peat just grew for free, you know, and it didn't take a man's hard work to heat a home, and you could just open the windows and let all the heat seep out of the home. Okay, I'm, I'm with you so far. All right, my friend, so there I was a prisoner in a queen's castle. 
Deep, deep in a dungeon all alone. I was just a boy. You see me before you now, an older man. But at the time of this, I was just a boy of eighteen, nineteen years old. Uh, never been far from me nana, me nana ginger. And I was frightened. I was down in there. And I was, yes, I was hoping to save the day and waken the sleeping bear who was dressed like a man. You left that out in your summary. And waken him. And so I would free my mother and and, and, and be a hero. But they had, I, I thought I would trick the dragon and put the dragon to sleep with some... Uh, Cougar sedatives, uh, uh, cougar tranquilizer, if you will. And, uh, but I had failed. And so I lied in that dungeon alone. And it, it, it wasn't a terrible place. They had a nice straw bed for me. And then they had one wall, had a joint painting on there that I just looked after so long. And it was, uh, I know you're about to ask me, I'm going, I, I think I got the story down. You asked me to say, well, just do it in your own voice. I said, I will. And then you said, do it. I said, okay, I'm doing my best with the story here, young man. Ah, uh, but there was this joint, joint painting of a, of a young girl bouncing on a bed with a, a giant grin. And she was wearing a, a mask like you might see on a, and a, a, a raccoon, a raccoon has a, has a band around its eyes. It looks a bit like a mask. I know people draw, you know, they say this is a, a bank robber. And uh, you, you see heroes, they say, oh, I'm a, I'm a mysterious hero, I wear a mask. Well, this was that kind of mask, just covering the eyes only. And the girl, she was wearing a, a one-piece pajama. What we I don't know. We I've never owned a one. I I said I have a union suit. It's a bit like that. But yellow and fuzzy. I studied every detail of this picture. Every detail for every hour of every day. I was in that dungeon. And of all the details, there are only a few that matter to me. One, the fuzziness of the the uh, the uh, pajama was the one thing that got me through every night I would imagine. That pajama against my cheek, rubbing my cheek, that the girl was my friend, and she'd step down from the painting, and she would say, here, let me rub your forehead with me pajama. You know, soothe you, soothe you, soothe you, distract you, distract you, distract you. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Fuzzy, fuzzy friend. Go to sleep, and, you know, she would make up rhymes. It was quite nice. And I thought to myself that if I ever got out of there, I would, I would find myself some fuzzy pajamas. And a yellow fuzzy, just like that one-piece pajama. And I was thinking, could you, could you, could you, could, did you ever find them? No, and every time, out of the times, it was on my journeys to America, I said, well, these Americans, they probably have something like that. And they throw me in jail every single time. I said, hey, do you have a yellow pajama like this for a man? And they would say, one second while I get the manager. And then they would say, one second, the manager would say, oh, just one second, sir. You want a a child, a little girl's yellow pajamas? And I'd say, no, 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 no. 
in a man's size, though. Yes, what he made me make so you one piece with the clip. I want to be able to clip my neck, you know, close the uh, cold air out. Very fuzzy. Do you have the fur? And they'd say, this officer would like to speak with you. And many times they would come with a social worker. They would say, the social worker would like to talk to you first. And I had been warned about you Americans. So I said, oh, and I would get very angry the first three times. After that, I just stopped asking. I said, well, that's a dream. That'll never come true. And so that, that was one detail of the painting that I could never get from my mind. There was two more things. It was one, she was in the mid-bounce, bouncing on the bed. It had captured every emotion of, 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 of the freedom of being in mid-bounce. Her arms were splayed out, and her legs were kicked out. Almost like she was doing a karate kick with her legs, but not a, too close. So, geez, it's just a natural joy of bouncing in a bed. And I used to wonder if she was falling backwards and hit with her butt and then bounced back up, or she had jumped and leaped backwards, or she had been thrown by a loving relative because the look on her face was of pure, pure joy at first. And then after time when I was in the cell, I would study, study her face more, and I would wonder, I would say, well, her teeth are, are, are bared in a smile, but not a pure smile. Or is in my eyes the raw purity to see the purity of her smile? And then, of course, it was the mask. I said, why with a girl? And then I would I would stay up. I'd say, well, maybe the mask was drawn on her face after. And I would argue. I would have little debates. I would have little debates back and forth. I'd say, yeah, you know, point A. Mask is drawn on because of this. I'd say, point B, you know, back to you. I'd say Dean and Aber, you know, that's why I didn't like you when you tried the last time to give me a nickname. And why I tried to change my voice the last episode, you know, and then maybe they say, well, this episode, your voice is different. And maybe my just uh, a confused old man who spent too long staring at this wonderful painting, trying to figure it out, trying to create a tale that made sense. And I, as the years have gone on afterwards, I realized the painting saved me life, for it gave me a purpose. It gave me the comfort I needed at night. I said, well, the fuzzy pajamas against my face and on my forehead, or maybe I'll have a fuzzy blanket. Or maybe they say, oh, you gave me my own fuzzy pajamas, and I'll rub, you know, I'll rub, rub myself in the head with my pajamas, my own pajamas. They are so toasty, warm, and I'm clipping the little thing over my neck. And then I would even, you know, plus the pajamas. I'd say, well, I wish these had footsies. And then I would, you know, they would have footsies. And it was, it got me through every night and being in there. And the debates, they got, I would schedule my days. I guess I'm a man suited for this type of thing. Every time they would bring me two meals, a meal in the morning and a meal at night after the first meal. I uh, had my first round of physical, P first PT, and I, I would, you know, train and train and train and, and, and physically tax my body the best I could in that room I was in. And then we would have debate time and debate, uh, debate prep. A debate discussion, debate blue sky. Well, see, it was, uh, we would debate, well, how, uh, what type of bounce is she in? 
You know, it's mostly around the masks. Those were the most memorable debates. But then one morning I awoke. So, so I was saying, it got me through the days. My days were structured around that painting. The debates and then second PT and then dinner and then third PT and then the pajamas. I guess I went backwards with the sleep, but it, it, it gave me something. But one morning I woke in the painting had been changed or moved. And behind the painting of a girl, or, or there was uh, what looked like the lines of written music. It looked like she, her picture was placed upon music, and then on the right side of the painting were words, uh, funk, fun, and then it looked like NY was written in there, funny, fan, or I said, is that was that fun at one time? Uh, fur, another thing, it could have been film or fur, and then fin, which means the in, the end, and some things. And then in a corporator type symbol I would learn in America that said fun. And so I looked at those words for, for the, the first day there, and I said funny, fun, fin. And I, you know, I, I just kept repeating them. They said, so funky, fun, fin, funny. Fin fern, firm film, and I, I kept repeating it, and it became a very soothing sound. And boom, in film from fin, in from film, flin fra, in fern film, a film fern, fin firm, funny firm, and I said, "Well, funny does not fit in there." It interrupts the flow there. And I said, well, it's, you know, hours had gone by. I could tell by the light in the room. And I said, well, Jesus, this would be nice. This will make for a nice day tomorrow. I could schedule in effing uh, time. I say, I called and I said, I had a little laugh. I said, oh, that was funny there. But then the next morning, everything was gone, the painting and the painting behind it. And just like when something's in your life, it becomes part of your routine, it's taken away, you become uh, accustomed to it. I was uh, thrown into despair. I cried and I cried and I grieved for the loss of the painting, for the loss of the girl. And as I said, some details were burned in my mind. All of them are accessible when I go looking for them. And I would dream for, and I don't know how many days went by for I had trouble eating and I had trouble sleeping. And I had trouble adjusting and a lot of crying, of course, you know, this is a, a taxing situation. Like I said, I, at the time I was just a boy, but now some years had gone by. And I, I, I could be honest with you, it's not what I, I said, she's Aberdeen, man, that's not what I, I said, uh, Wow, I thought you'd get straight to the dragon part. This is amazingly... Uh, wow, so you were trapped in that dungeon and fixated on that painting, and then it was taken away from you. And I said, I'm, ama I'm amazed. I'm proud to share tea with you. But just again, these teacups are not any of your relatives, right? Oh, no, my friend, there's a... Okay, so what happened next? You see, so the painting's gone. You're in the pit of despair. What? Okay, go. You, you, it's your story, sir. Okay, so 
what, what you, and how'd you get through it after that? Well, I, it wasn't easy, my friend. It was a, it was dark, dark days there. But there was something about my tears that reminded me of of of, of tales I heard as a boy that weren't aren't important to these tales, but tales we used to hear about wizards and sorcerers. And I hate to interrupt you because this is like a totally emotional story right here, but. Uh, Anyway, just just if you think of it later, we could discuss the difference between a sorcerer and a wizard. Because I don't know. Okay, well maybe I don't. I, you know, I was in a dungeon trying to. I don't have. That would have been a good debate probably to have in that one there in the dungeon. But it's a good idea. Hopefully, you'll be trapped one day, and you'll have to figure. You know, with all your talking and thinking, you'll have plenty of time to to figure all that out. But I thought about the tear, water, tears, the water coming from my tears, and drop into the dirt floor and and splashing with water and dirt together. And then I said, "Doesn't this sorcery or the magic work in some of these elements?" And I said, "Okay, there's water and earth." And I said, "What are those?" I said, "Water, earth, fire." And air, and just as I said air, wind picked up, and I said, okay, so I got the air, and I got the water, and I got the uh, earth, and I just need fire, and, you know, magic, of course, but I said, these are the elements of magic, and I called to my mother, I said, mother, if you could help me, I'm down here, I used to have this painting to pass the time, sorry I didn't call for help earlier. And I said, Nana, Nana Ginger. I forgot how we left things, Nana Ginger, but if you, I think you were a phoenix or some sort of god. Send me some fire and help me out of here. And then there was a knock at the door, my friend. A knock, knock, knock at me, at me door. And I, you know, never been really a knock before. They just send the food through this little slot. And the water for a slot, and I would say, thank you, you know, thank you, and they would walk off down the hall. Most of the conversations I had were with myself. Or two, the, you know, I, I had to pretend the girl in the painting was my daughter, and I had this sense that there was a spirit on the other side of that door. And I said, really, because I had a fan, Amanda, who was, like, uh, too shy... Well, you shouldn't want to like silver tone ghost stories. What's a silver tone? You, you're pretty close. You're more of a a, a, a peat peat bog tone, but but uh, he's a jazz singer. Oh, me, I me, I love me jazz singers. Uh, I wonder if jazz. It's when we would play the unicorn horns, and they would sing, and I'd say that's yeah, pretty much a jazz singer. But she was she's too shy to uh, go she do a ghost story proposal. And I say, 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 can you do her dirty work for us? Well, as I, I was saying, is it is it was a spirit and a ghost are two different things. But uh, to you Americans, you know everything's all bang bang bang, race race. Give me my first car. Give me my me six shooter. And I'm going to go drink some soda and drive around McDonald's a bit and just shoot it up. 
So, you know, you need your ghosts more like that. When did this become an anti-American podcast? As soon as you people started throwing scots in jail for trying to buy yellow children's pajamas in adult sizes is when it became an anti-American podcast. Okay, point taken. And I sensed, as I said, it was sensed it was a spirit at the door. And I said, Grandma Ginger, is that you? None of ginger and nothing. I said, uh, uh, Papa True Lemon, I've never known you. I never knew about you till you know, before I took on this quest. Is it you? No, no. And, and then I saw in the shadow of the wall the joint horse and the and then through the, the salt hole for the uh, food was a little uh, horse, a game piece for a game called Chiss. And then uh, the shadow on the wall changed to the horseman, one of the horsemen, half-man, half, well, it's technically not what they are, but... And I said, thank you, sir. And I just heard the words, fire. And then I said to myself, oh, this is some sort of magic... And I took the chess piece, and I took uh, uh, dirt. It made a little dirt hole, loose dirt. And I started to cry with the hope of getting out of there. And I said, and then I realized the weight of my task, if I'd even escaped from this, this dungeon, what was I to do for I still needed to find a bear, awake a bear. And clearly they they were. So I wept and I wept and I wept in my tears, in my wheezing, which I think was the air, which I didn't even, I said, well, geez, there's no air everywhere, but the wheezing of my tears and my, how could I possibly accomplish this whole thing? The uh, chish piece lit into flames. And it became a little flaming bird. And I said, oh, that's uh, some sort of, Ethereal power from me, me not a ginger. I said ginger grace. Right? We just yes, me me. I said not a ginger grace, if you will. And it went to the door and it melted the handle of the door right off. The flew through the door. And the door fell away, and I wandered through the dungeon, and I listened for a snoring bear. I'll be honest. And then I, 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 I heard a rumbling, I felt a rumbling, and I went deeper and deeper into this dungeon. There was no cords, and it wasn't feeding time, So I, I but I get my ears peeled for any walking. I said, well, this is one of those uh, dungeon halls that when uh, people walk, you'll hear them clip or the clap, unless they're barefooted, you would even hear it just say slip-slap. And you'd say, well, if they had the footsie pajamas, they could sneak right up on you. But I, I I wandered deeper and deeper, and then I came into a giant room with a ceiling so high, and it was a uh, it was one of those indoor outdoor rooms. I don't know what you you people call it, but it had a high high ceilings, all glass, and high walls that were all glass. Only could be constructed by a magic or a dragon or both. And as I stepped in the room, I realized how vast it was, more vast than any building I've ever seen or encountered since. 
more vast than an entire town. Uh, well, room enough in this room for a dragon to fly about. And a giant garden with a canal running down the middle of it. It was like a little universe stretching out before me. And I saw on the canal little boats and people walking about, uh, couples hand in hand. And down by the side of the canal, not far from me, seemed to be a couple, uh, whatever you, when you romancing, you know, they said my, my, my pop, papa true lemon, you know, that was my grandpappy, Peppy Ginger. He was a romancer, he could romance the goddess. And I saw this man romancing a woman, they were dancing, and, and there was other couples watching, and everyone seemed full of joy. It made my sadness a bit, you know, more palpable in uh, my quest ahead of me. It made me a bit angry, too. And it started to make me even more angry I, 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 as I watched how happy these people were. I was filled with a jealousy and envy. And I felt just like my mother had felt when she wrote to the gods. Well, I guess that's not the right word, she... She 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 screamed with hatred at the gods, even to her own mother, for 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 casting her lot in a world where a warrior man could just bounce about and get what he wanted and takes what he wants, no matter who says no, who could just take away the rights of women and say you have no rights to choose. I will decide for you, and if not, I will make war on you and your your people until you you do as I say. I was as angry, if not angrier, than my mother. And as I crashed, grasped my hands in anger, I felt me loincloth. They just had me in a, a black loincloth with uh, suspenders. And I felt it to get, get tight and then loose, and I was pulling it away from my, my waist because it was cramping me waist. And I looked down and I noticed my hand was a paw. And then I looked at my other hand, and it was a paw, and I fell into a chair that was suspended by... It was a swinging, one of those swinging chairs. Like a swing? Like a swing, but this was a chair for people to sit and look down at the beautiful view of this indoor paradise. That was a mystery to me why it was there. Probably for this queen and her friends, I was assuming, and that's who those people were. Uh, but I, I had not realized that in my, my anger I'd turned into a dog. And I, first I was confused. I said, I said, you know, when I, I said, well, I'm still standing up here. I'm a dog man, I guess. And my mother was a frog. My brother was a frog as far as I knew. And then I said, well, I'm not of this, I'm not 100% human. I guess maybe I'm 20, what am I? I said, I really don't know anything about my father or my father's father or mother. I just knew my mother was half God, half human. So 25% God, I said, Jesus, my mother was a frog. But I said, Jesus, maybe that's some sort of spiritual embodiment. And I I said, well, let's just go with that. Let's, uh, Let's go with some acceptance. And so I said, I accept that I may, this does not make any sense. And I, I started to wonder, I said, well, I need to find myself this bear. Uh, 
and you and get out of here. I'm in this strange world. This it seems like this paradise here, and and I said this is nothing like the Scottish Highlands. This is lush. I saw dates and palms. You know, I'd later learn as an adult, but I said, but wait, I said, what are these fancy trees in this canal and people plying their boats? As I, 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 I said to myself, I need to, I, I, I said, go back into the dungeon, find your way to this bear. And I, I said, oh, yes, I remember I heard the rumbling sound. So it could have been the massive amount of air churning into this giant room. And as I went to walk away, a woman was standing there, a young woman not much older than myself. And she said, how are you doing, puppy dog? And I said, I, I'm not good, not good, ma'am. My head is spinning, I'm so done. And, uh, and she said, well, what could I help you with? I said, I'm so tired, I almost wish I was the moon tonight. And she said, well, what did you say? And I said, I'm so tired, I wish I was the moon. That's all I've ever wanted is to be the moon over a sleeping creature. As I said, I'm a puppy dog. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a been dog ears. I'm not a young dog. Well, you see, my coat is is is, is gray and white and, and spotted. Uh, I said, come with me, dear, and let's look out for these. And we looked up at the moon because... I forgot to tell you how spectacular it was because it was night and the moon was shining down on this, this, this luxurious chamber, city, canal, and, and gardens. And it was a full moon and, and it was lighting this place. And I, and I, I said to her, I said, I've heard a legend of a, a sleeping bear. And I just want to live out the rest of my dog years sleeping next to that bear, listening to its uh, gentle bear snore. Like I was the moon over it sleeping, keeping peace. You know, if it's, I'm just a dog, man, and I'll be drinking some water and, you know, you know, pacing around. You may probably use the lavatory, but, you know, I, I, I'm not too picky. Do you know of this bear? And she said, I, I do know of the bear. And she said, could you tell me more? I said, well, the bear's dressed like a human man, probably in some sort of suit. I think I believe, I believe I've heard he lives uh, in a tropical place. Now, I always thought he was in a dungeon, but I think it was a tropical uh, uh, hammock. Uh, why would I have thought he was captured in the dungeon? And she said, come with me. And I followed her and we went down these beautifully carved marble stairs down into the, the floor, the grassy floor of this, this fantasy garden land that was so real. And she said, I've never seen you here before. And I said, no, I, I'm, I'm a recent arrival. I was, it was just changed into a dog by my anger. And she said, my, my, my. And I, I could sense she was acting terribly or a terrible actress. Uh, because my dog sensed, uh, uh, because, uh, and I say, she said, really? Or, and she said, what were you before you were a dog? I said, well, uh, would you believe I was a moon? 
And she chuckled at that. She said, you're a, you're a little, little cracker of jokes you are. And I said, well, my heart is heavy, my dear. I, I, I'm here in search of... Uh, uh. And I said, you are not Queen Coco uh, Spice, are you? And she said, I am. And I said, oh, dear. I said, what is this? You know, I don't know what you're going to... I know I've been your prisoner. I don't know, but I said, what is this place, by the way, before we get into, the, the, you know, the uh, r real discussion? Is this a re in the spirit world or, or the regular world? And she said, well, you know, we're on the border of both. We're here at the highest of the highlands, but this is as real as it gets. I use the magic of my dragons and, and the magic of my father's dragons before, and we built this. He built it for me as a child, and and he, he said it was my his gift to me. And I said, well, who are those people, your friends? I see them down there dancing and laughing, and these are your guests. Are you having some sort of party? And she said, no, this is my entertainment. I watch them. And I'll call me dragon and we'll fly about and we'll chase them about. And, you know, but mostly I just sit up here and watch them sometimes in the back of me dragon. And I said, well, what, what do they do? And she said, whatever I, they're, they're me toys, I will tell them. I said, today I want romance and I want to watch you and... I tell them what I want, and then I watch it, and she said, it's different every time. And I said, well, they don't see, they're excellent actors. They said, are these a troupe of traveling performers, or where where do you? And she said, yes, you're perceptive, lad. I, I've, uh, I have searched, searched the world for, for performers, and then we also use magic to keep them calm. And, you know, other things, if you... If, and I said, well, where, 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 where do they, they live here forever? And she said, till I tire of them, and then I'll take my dragon and find something new. And then she said, guards, come on. And then these guards, they rode up on uh, a hopping, a hopping creature, I think you call them, uh, kangaroos. I've never seen one except in, in this situation, and I, prefer never to see one again because they said put him in a bag and the kangaroo grabbed me and put me in a pocket in the front of the kangaroo and it took me on a terrifying ride up and down the stairs and it, I, was, I said I'm going to bang myself on the stairs and I kept thinking I was going to fall out I never did but the, the queen Coco, Coco Spice she had a good laugh about it and I said this is a he said I'm not your toy and then she said, you know, uh, she said, bring the, bring the boxing kangaroo. And I said, well, do you fly around the world taking these poor creatures too? And then the kangaroo came when he flexed his muscles. He said, do you even lift, bro? And I said, excuse me. And then he proceeded to box me. And I was a boxer dog, so I said, I maybe, and then I said, oh, no, and I, I just went, I like a dog. I said, I don't like this. And they put my tail between my legs, and I said, please stop it. And I said, well, I said, uh, could, could we sit down and talk for a minute, young, young lady? What's your name, by the way? And she said, I'm Secret. 
And I said, your name's secret. And she said, no, I'm secret. And I said, interesting. And I said, well, I'm uh, Aberdeen, uh, Aberdeen. And I noticed I was changing back into a man as I was, we sat down. I said, you know, you could do it with me as you wish. I've been your prisoner. And I I said, but if I tell you some things about yourself, secret, would you let me meet the bear and attempt to wake the bear? And she said, what do you think you know? And I said, well, I think you're the girl from the painting, clearly. And, you know, a secret, your name gave it away, your, your name gave away your secret, funny enough, you know. And she said, do you joke cracker? And I said, well, I, I said, I said, uh, and I said, you, 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 you have those fuzzy pajamas. Do you have any, you know, do you still wear fuzzy pajamas? And she said, no. And I said, well, that's too bad. Do you still jump in the bed? And she shouted with a, she said never, but not like that, obviously. She was rolling and shaking her fist with anger, not at me, but at something else from the beyond. And then the dragon came when he heard her scream. And I, I said, you know, I, I said, did you ever come down and listen to me debate about that painting? Why was a painting in there? And she said, it was down there for storage. I didn't know it was down there till just a couple of days ago. And I said, and then why was it re- replaced with, and she said, well, to, to, she said, I, I, uh, I said, put this other one up. She said, well, you know, we've learned that uh, people last a lot longer when there's paintings in their dungeon cells. But I didn't, you know, it would have been creeping me out to know that you were looking at me as a, as a kid. And I said, that's understandable, but I was just curious. You know, if you still love to jump in the bed, because I loved wondering, you know, what is she, which kind of jumping move, like, were you a jump butt jumper back onto your feet? Or like a jump butt roll over or tumble? Or will you throw me into bed and I'll just bump, 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 and then rest? Or maybe a chop-chop timber. I'm a chop-chop timber. And she, for a second, forgot over all the, you know, the whole history. It was was a whole history we had to go through later. We don't have time for that, clearly. But uh, she said, what's a chop-chop timber? And I said, well, do you have something? And she said, the grass over here is very soft. And I, I noticed as we ran around these trees, I said, if the bear's close, I could feel it, I could sense it. And, and I, she said, what is it? And I said, well, is this grass safe? I said, uh, is this close to bed grass? And she said, I said, there's any deeper grass? And she said, a little bit further on. I said, we need good grass for falling, unprotected falling. And she said, face first. And I said, face first. And we went to the deepest grass, and it was, a, there was a, I think it's a cusp of trees, you say, like a group of trees, and I could feel that the bear was there. I could feel it snoring, and I could feel the humidity in the air of a sleeping bear. I showed her what chop-chop timber was, which even Nana, Nana, Nana Ginger taught it to me. And she said, in a land beyond Scotland where the trees rise, where there's forests, you know, we did, I did not know about this jungle, but I think there was another spirit world 
on the edge of the spirit world was a great force, a whole other tale of our history. And he said, is this a Scottish, Scotland history, or from our, you know, this mythology is limited to my spirit, you know, half human, half half spirit world, you know. So many people do not know us, and we don't have a way of sharing our stories. And as you'll see, I am not allowed to... Until I met you, I've not shared this tale with another living soul. But but I said, here's what, here's what Chop Chop Timber is. And I showed her you stand at the edge of your bed, the foot of your bed, and I said, make sure you have clearance for your head. And I went and I crawled through the grass, and I checked it for both of us. I said, okay, it looks safe. I said, I think it's safe. And then I did a couple test dives, and she was... Her eyes started to change as she watched me playing in the grass. And they softened, and I said, but she was intensely curious at what I was up to. And then I said, we're standing at the end of a bed. Here we are. Can you picture yourself? And I said, is it too painful if we're both in uh, uh, fuzzy pajamas? And she said, nothing. And I said, mine... Or yellow fuzzy pajamas, what are yours? And she said, uh, purple. And I said, wonderful. And I said, we're at the edge of the great lowland forest. We're joint trees, and we've decided to cut ourselves down for some strange, senseless reason. Or not, because it's so much fun, that's the real reason. We've been banned by our tree mothers and our tree fathers from cutting ourselves down. But they're away at a big tree meeting. And so we're going to do it what you say. And she nodded at me with a irrepressible grin like she was about to explode. And I held out my right hand flat in front of her. You know, I said, this is my axe. Uh, do you have an axe, young lady? And she held out her hand palm up next to her. And I pretended to swing the axe into my belly, my hand, and I said, Chop, chop, timber, and you make it all loud, and then you fall forward like you were a tree, as stiff as a tree, straight into the grass, face first. And she squealed with joy, and we chop, chop timber ourselves, and then she said, I'm chopping timber you, and I said, I'm chopping timber you. Tickle fight type stuff. And when we were done, we sat in the grass and she breathed heavy. She brushed her hair from her eyes. And that's the first time I noticed how beautiful she was, this Queen Cuckoo Spice. And now her, something had masked her face before that, some sort of seriousness or pain from the past, I can't be sure. And she looked around and she lifted her hands and she looked at it. She said, the moon's still shining. And she said, maybe you'll have your chance to be a moon tonight. And she said, thank you. And she said, all of this for all of all of the history between your people and my people, we won't be able to undo that tonight. But I know why you're here. And if you think you can wake the uh, the bar... You you may wake the bear, and then we'll deal with the rest at some other point. And I said, all right then. 
And she, and then it, uh, the dragon settled between us, joint, joint dragon. And on the back of the dragon was, it was a uh, two seats, you know, one for her. And in the front of it, it was some sort of small bar. I believe the koala bar. It had a little steering wheel. It was like a little boy. I said, don't worry, I'm qualified to drive. Or maybe I said, and she laughed. She said, character of jokes. And I said, oh, yes, yes, yes. And she said, oh, one more thing, though. You know, whatever method you use to wake the buyer, I'll take all joy away from that for you. And that's what you'll do the rest of your days. And I said, why? And she said, it's some sort of strange curse with the bear in my bed jumping, and somehow you undid the curse for me, and the curse must be returned. And, you know, there's uh, many things you don't understand about this world. You know, you've just been living a human life. But she said, a curse for a curse is the rule. And she said, I don't have any curses to undo, but, you know, by undoing the, the bear's curse. And I said, well, I don't know if it's a curse, it's a spell. She said, don't, you know, I, I, I've been educated in these things. I'm sorry. But that's the only way if you can wake the bear. You know, whatever the solution of waking the bear will be how you live your days. And she said, no, this, whatever you do for the rest of your days, you've freed me. You know, I'll free all these people. These actors, or she, I said, she said, at this point, they're probably dependent on me. But she's like, I don't let them improv or whatever and, and bring people from across. Or maybe not, I don't know. I, I might change my mood tomorrow. But I know I'll be able to chop, chop timber. And I never had any joy. I don't know how you broke that spell. And she said, well, and I said, maybe it was just a bad memory from your father. And she said, might be. And I said, okay, I'm about to wake a bear. And she said, good luck. And then she flew off with her dragon. And so then I went and I, uh, I went and I poked the bear. And then I, uh, it didn't do anything. It was just sitting in a hammock sleeping. And I, it was pointless. I would go through everything I tried, but nothing worked. Water, cold water, warm water, yelling, bells. Unicorn horn, I went, you know, after a while I was getting desperate. And I went so far away, I was traveling lands, I had a free pass coming in and out of the castle, and everyone's wide sea queen, secret cocoa. I said, oh man, you never said it like that, secret cocoa spice, huh? And he goes, oh yes, secret cocoa spice. And I was like, you're in love with her. Because I am in love with her. I'm in love with secret cocoa spice for the rest of my days, my friend. And I said, wow. And he goes, but this isn't, that's a whole other story. This is, so I, I tried unicorn horns. I tried to un, undo the bed, but it was too too heavy. And I, could, I tried pushing the bear out of the, and in that time people were, watching me. And, and that was my last move. I said, well, I don't want to hurt the bear. But if I get him out of there, I, I think I can. And so I was trying to push the bear. And he was so if I'd fall down or the bear, the hammock would start swinging and it would hit me and I would fall down. 
And at some point, all those actors and performers, and they, they had all fallen in love. They'd been working together for so long. And they they were actually somewhat happy. They you know, were living in this beautiful paradise, and they had everything provided for them. And then, I, I don't know the details of that, what they had with the queen, secret cocoa spice, but uh, they just started laughing at me. And I said, all right, and then I noticed the bears. For the first time, I mean, this was months and months, probably years, I've been trying to wake this bear. And when they laughed, uh, uh, it, it snortled. And I said, snortle? He says, you know, like uh, when you're snoring, like a startled snore, snortled. And I said, that's a beautiful word. And not as beautiful as uh, secret cocoa spice. And I go, secret cocoa? Okay, my friend, secret cocoa it is. But yes, so he snortled, and I said, uh-huh. And then I kept doing it, but it wasn't funny anymore. You can only do, you know, one thing, son, if you're listening closely, you know. It was so many times over and over before people stopped laughing. Oh, okay. And, uh... So then I started saying, and I, you know, I said, and I said, geez, what I am, and I am not. A, I said, sometimes I crack jokes, and then they laughed at that, and then I said, oh, no, well, that's not going to work. It didn't get in there. There was another little snortle, and one of the bear's arms fell out of the. I said, oh boy. So then I tried everything, and the crowd would come and go. And I, and then I, I was, and I said, I, and then again, I said, mother, grandmother, please help me. I'm not being, I'm not funny enough to make this crowd laugh enough to wake the bear. And then I thought, and something said to me, the truth. And then I thought about the truth of this girl and wanting to jump in her bed. And the truth of me wanting those pajamas. And the truth of me wanting secret, secret cocos love. And all these things, but I thought, uh, so I told them my story. And they were riveted by what I said. Oh, and I, you know, and I said, and then I jumped up on a rock, and I said, "Me mother, and me brothers are frogs for real." And I said, you know, I I grabbed, I I said, I grabbed, a, I said, you know, I, I had taken some, I tried prop comedy. It was not good co- 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 prop joke joking. Did not work for me one bit, but there was a bear suit in there. And I said, me mother, you know, I, there was something about me on this rock. After telling this tale, they needed some release. They were almost left in anything. And my tale was so intense. I knew this was me chance. And I was weeping and I, over the top weeping, you know, comedy weeping as we, well, they, they said that afterwards when they gave me their assessment of me performance. But I started riveting as a bear. And I said, I just need to wake this bear up. They told me I could be anything. And I became a frog, and I was riveting and crying and saying, oh, I, you know, and they were cracking up, and then the bear chortled and guffawed and fell right out of the, uh, right out of the hammock. And then he chased the actors. I think he probably got a few of them. He was enraged, and he was bellowing, just like me Grandma Ginger had said. And I, I, I sensed in me heart my mother was free and me brothers were free. And I said, just like that. And he's, oh, just like, I used my friend just like that. 
And so I, 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 I fell back into the deep grass for a while, and I breathed deep. And now I was a much older man, and I said, I, I, I had forgotten about the curse a bit. And I was just relieved. I was just relieved. I said, my journey's over. And I, 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 I said goodbye to the actors. I said goodbye to the koalas and the kangaroos, except for the one that boxed. He always wanted to box me still. And I went to, you know, we had a couple ceremonies from the people, the bear, you know, the bear went after. And uh, I asked to see Secret Ginger, Queen Secret Ginger, and they said she would not see me. And they said maybe one day she would see you. Well, you know, one news, but, but, but then they said, I said, why won't she see me? And they said, you're a cursed man. And I thought, I said, geez, so she's mad at me, I guess. I still was in in a, in a season of joy, I guess you'd say, thinking me mother and my brothers were free. Well, then I set back to journey back through the jungle, through the, the highlands, back to the lowlands. And as I reached the border between the highlands and the lowlands, a man was waiting there for me. And I, I said, uh, I, I, as I got closer, I realized it was an eagle man, and I said, it must be some sort of god. And I said, uh, afternoon, sir. And he said, well, technically, it's, uh, it's still late morning. And uh, he he, uh, he he said, you'll be coming with me then, Aberdeen. And I said, uh, no, I'm making my way back to the lowlands to see me mom. Uh, you, you know, she's a sorceress, by the way, just freed, uh, you know, a few months ago. And me two brothers that I have not met. And me grandma Ginger, I think she's, she's also a girl, you know, she's a bird, a bird person too. And I'm very excited, you know, I've been walking as fast. And he said, it's time to pay the price for freeing them. And I said, well, oh, and I said, I, I've been... I said, I know what you mean, but I tried to forget, and then it was a long walk, so I thought about it, and then I said, well, no one said anything, so I guess I'm free from that. And I said, I'm already hurting because I'm in love with the queen, you know, secret cocoa, secret cocoa spice, technically, queen, secret cocoa spice, uh, grace. So I figured I would suffer enough without her love to, to you know, but I, uh, that would be my curse. Is that all, all right, Eagle Man? And he said, I'm a hawk. And uh, no, it's not enough. A curse for a curse is how we do it here. You'll be coming with me. And I said, forever. And he said, well, we, we have a nice, you know, retirement package and you have a wonderful home, you know, lodging, food. Comes with your work, you know, you just work, uh, you know, a good day. And you'll have a nice cottage and things, but yes, you won't be you know, mucking about with any friends or or family or those such things. That's why this is how these things work. And then I said, well, I, 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 do I have to sit on a rock forever and pretend I'm a buyer? And he said, well, the more technical aspect, you'll be cracking jokes. And I said, it's a hard labor. And the eagle, you should have seen him, nursing a bird who slapped itself in the forehead so hard. A bird man, you know. But he said, you cracking a joke, sister, his business, Aberdeen. We'll teach you everything, but it's a craft and a trade, and you, you're going to work hard. 
You can't just be someone making things up as you go along and thinking it's funny stuff. Just because you told a tragic tale and then pretended you were dressed up like a barren frog, that's a, that's not you're you're doing the raw material, cracking the jokes here. But it'll be okay. We're 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 a lively bunch. You do work alone, all alone, Aberdeen, because you you're on the first you know the initial cracking. We we do the polishing and the. Uh, all that somewhere else, and we'll, we'll come get it at night when you're not there. So you'll basically go alone in a strange spirit world where only someone who would take your curse could wander in. And that's where I've been ever since, my friend. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Aberdeen. And that's the end of my tale, you know, I've been telling it to you. Oh, don't, please don't do that to me. Please don't. Well, it's, it's the end of this tale, you know, and, and then you could think about it. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, my friend. It's, it's not. A, I didn't propose anything. I said, well, we got to finish this story then. And you just brought up something like an obligation. And I, well, you can go back and do your podcast then. And you, you can go back and do your podcast then. And then we'll discuss the terms of my, my curse, you know. Because I I, I I don't know it's it's a, I'm a, 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 a you know a confusing thing but you came here so we're okay Aberdeen I, I get it I get it you're not put pressure on me at all well a bit pressure my friend I've been you know I'd look to see my mom and my brothers that I know they're still about because I closed my eyes. and then I said you know I'm getting long in the tooth I've you know. Every once in a while, I'll run into the Eagle Man. Or the, he's a hawk man, or I think Falcon Man, or something like that. He's a he's a he's a supervisor, so he'll say, "Well, Aberdeen, we notice your jokes are coming in a little uh, stiff or a little limp, so we need you to change." I could teach you this uh, joke crafting process. You, you could use it. Well, it's a curse for a curse, though. So I'd be. Yeah, I see what you're saying, my friend. Well, we'll figure it out. How about this? We'll become friends. And then you, you, you want to help a friend, don't you? Yeah, just not this week. How's that? Like, I promise to help you. Because it, it, the thing is, everything, this is going to blow your mind. Sit down. Yeah, this is, uh, the thing is, a couple of things that the uh, Scottish gods, and, and I don't even know which Scott, Scotland we're talking about again, but I'll tell you what, I have a couple of things. I got a job, part-time job at the Transverse Plane, and you don't need to understand any of that. I also have a fantasy fiction, fan fiction machine powered by a ruining roost bolt. I know you're not going to understand any of that, Aberdeen. But those type of things give me power across time and space. So you could be here like a couple hours. I'll be gone for months. I'll come back. I can even get you out of here probably. But, we'll, I mean, it sounds like that curse thing's permanent. Wait, like I'll bend a time. I don't know. You, you don't get movies here, do you? But I could probably sneak you some movies. You watch Interstellar while you're crafting the jokes. And they they explain it way better than that. They turn this piece of paper and they say, this is the time-space thing of a jig. I do something like that, less science involved. I say, well, let's wing it. Kind of like you're saying, don't do that with jokes. Got you, got you. But yeah, and then I can shoot over here and it'll be like, oh, my, my, my friend's just coming back, you know. 
I barely just met his tea's still warm. And you'll be, like, totally impressed. And I'll, I'll, I'll fi- we'll, we'll figure, I, I promise you, I promise you we'll figure out this curse together. How's that sound? Well, sounds, it sounds like a great, you're a great friend. I'm glad you stumbled into me, what, me life. And, uh, you know, but is there a way for you to show some goodwill to me? You know, because part of me wants to believe you're a good lad, but, you know, part of me looks into your eyes and says, you know, well, there is Aberdeen. Because those seconds while you were talking, I put something under your chair for you. Uh, to think of me if I'm not here, but mostly to think of other stuff. Okay, well, I'm going to look in. Oh, my goodness, it's a books. It's a, it's a books. It's square books. Oh, thank you. I've wanted a white square books. About my arm's length. No, 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 it's in the... Oh, let's open the books. What's in the... Wait a second, this is a yellow fuzz. Is this... How would you know what size I am? Well, because I can travel the transverse fiction fan, it, it doesn't make any sense because it's weird stuff that I'm not supposed to talk about either, like your stuff, but different, you know, not Scottish-based, you know, mental illness-based time-space travel summary, basically, and ruining Bruce Bolton. Uh, but it's to- so, I, yeah, I, I checked your size. Oh, hello, Duke. It's 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 got footsies. It's got footsies. It's a one-piece pajama fuzzy. This is exactly what I dreamed of. And what's this below it? Well, that's a summer weight. I have a winter weight one, and a summer weight one. The summer weight one's a little different. It's got some mesh, cool max, more breathable, and uh, you know, no footsies. So you don't want you to overheat. But yeah, that's my goodwill. I'll be back to help you. Don't worry. I, I can't. Aberdeen, you're the most amazing person I've encountered. It's like a platypus. That's pretty cool. And a gulabi. But you know, you're great. Okay, my friend. I, 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 I've got a tear in my eye, but I'd really like to put on these pajamas. So I'm going to go do. So why don't you return to your world? And I'll put my pajamas on my fuzzy pajamas. And I'm going to snuggle up in my fuzzy pajamas and, and, and think about the queen secret cocoa spice. Okay, you do that. It'll be fine. All right, and I'm going to help you. Maybe we could break the curse together one day, not in the next couple of weeks. You know, not in the next couple of weeks, but to you, it won't seem like any time has passed. You, you're going to this be like the initial joy of you having these pajamas will be like two or three weeks anyway. And then I'll come back maybe a month or two, three months. You know, it's been a, I got a best, you know, other, but anyway, I'll be back someday. You won't know any time's past. We'll put on some pajamas and we'll go on and, you know, we'll figure out, we'll break this curse. How's that sound? The crack, crack curse of the joke cracker. Broken. That's what we'll call it when we do. Oh, my friend, I, thank you, thank you. And good night. I'm gonna, you know, turn. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say good night to everybody, and thanks again for the tea and the pound silver tone. Uh, good night.